Welcome back, ladies and germs. And I say germs because you men are disgusting. <laughs> I mean, there's women that are pretty disgusting too. Let me take that back. Welcome, you nasty fucks. Welcome back to season two of Channeling Channa. And if you're still fucking here, I appreciate you and your nasty ass. I love it. We're going to get even nastier in this season. This season is going to be full of crazy shit. I'm going to do better at sticking to my word, mostly because now I have a good grasp over how to actually kind of do this, which I was very transparent with you guys in the first season. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Maybe you couldn't tell. Maybe you could. I didn't know what I was doing. I took some time to really learn, and that really helped me. I did research on my own. I don't really have someone like like a mentor or anything. So if you know shit about this and you want to help a bitch out, hit me up. <laughs> but creating a podcast is hard. And people say, oh, it's just like the new thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even realize that podcasting was like like such a new cool thing to do or like people were hopping on it. I didn't know much about podcasts before I fucking started my own, which probably wasn't the best idea, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I, it was very exposing though. So like, I think I got way more comfortable with in the season talking on the mic and telling you guys stories and now i'm really fucking excited to tell you crazier shit or the more unsettling shit that people are not willing to talk about and even if that means i'm blasting myself i don't care this this kind of shit that happens to me happens to 20 year olds 20 somethings all around the fucking world hell i know i can't be the only one to experience these things but if that means that I'm going to be one of the only ones to talk about it, I sure fucking will. And season two is going to show you guys a lot about that. I'm super excited. I know I sound like a bitch all the time, but I'm still going to be a bitch even if you get your feelings hurt. So get over it. <laughs> I enjoy this so much. I'm so thankful to come back for a season two. I am so glad you guys are not mad at me for just fucking dipping out on season one but i promise you season two is gonna be a lot better i hope you plan on sticking around and if you do plan on sticking around turn on your fucking notifications for this podcast so you don't miss a fucking beat follow me follow me at c-h-a-n-n-e-l-i-n-g c-h-a-n-a on everything on tiktok on instagram on twitter follow me oh fuck uh, yeah i just created a facebook page you can follow me on facebook too i am going to try to get better at all this shit and keeping you up to date but it's a it, it's a one woman show and i want to say i'm a hoe but that's not what i'm talking about right now just because it rhymes okay i'm a one woman show and, and i'm the hoe all right <laughs> i'm the only hoe doing this so support me follow me Give a bitch a like. <laughs> but now that all that corny shit is out of the way, let's talk about why the fuck we are here. And I'm here to, let's let's just say, I, I'm here to bash social media a little bit. I don't know if you guys noticed, but after the first season, I took about 30 days off of social media. And it was probably the best fucking thing I could have done for myself. Mentally, I was drained. Emotionally, I was a wreck. I needed some time to really clear my thoughts and 
and think about what the fuck was actually going on in my mind. And not only that, but think about what the fuck I was doing outside of social media that social media was influencing me to do, which it happens to everybody. You see something, then you want to do it because you don't really think to do that yourself. So whenever you're exposed to something, you think you want to do it. And it, you just kind of get force-fed, like, information, force-fed trauma, force-fed all kinds of um, unsolicited advice. Like, you really have to sit back and think, damn, am I really consuming this kind of content every fucking day? And do I want to continue it? Or is it good for my mental health? And if it's not, unfucking follow You do not have to fucking follow them. Unfollow them move on set get your algorithm set to where it it brings up stuff that you do want to see follow the right people with the same kind of intentions as you the same kind of lifestyle you know make your algorithm really about you and watch what you like don't just like a big booty bitch because then all you're gonna see is big booty bitches on your explore page um uh-huh, uh-huh, men that's how we know okay <laughs> you gotta stop liking the big booty bitches pics and only the big booty bitches pics because your algorithm's gonna be thrown off and all you're gonna see is big booty bitches i'm not complaining about seeing big booty bitches because there, there's some big booty bitches on my explore page too you know i like i like the big booty bitches too but I realized, hey, uh, that's that's not all I need to see because I then I kind of feel bad about my ass because I don't have. I mean, I have a decent booty, but it, it's not like the girls on Instagram. You know, you really have to think, damn, like, is that unrealistic? Is that real? Um, is that really good for my mental health? And sometimes big booty bitches are the answer. And sometimes big booty bitches are the problem. You know, you got to pick and choose your battles. So make sure you're just liking stuff that, that you actually like, not just you're just liking it. You know what I'm saying? People just be mindlessly scrolling on Instagram. Now, on Twitter, it's a little different because Twitter gives you, like, suggestions over topics, which I kind of like. I'll follow some topics. My favorite <laughs> my favorite topic to follow <laughs> on Twitter is Megan the Stallion. Can you guess why Megan the Stallion is my favorite topic to follow on Twitter? It has nothing to do with the booty. Okay, I'm fucking lying. It has everything to do with her ass. But... <laughs> I actually do like Megan Stallion because she actually puts out really good content and has really good meanings and it's not just her ass even though her ass is a plus. Damn, I just took a whole second to think about Megan the Stallion's ass. Oh my god, I took another one. <laughs> me- Megan be having me mesmerized. <laughs> But just to prove my point, like, I don't just follow Megan just because of her booty. Or even if I did, as long as it's not toxic ass fucking posts or like making me feel some type of way about myself, I will continue to follow. And I typically don't follow famous people on social media, mostly because a lot of them are really just like I don't follow the Kardashians I never have I never will mostly because their content is just like it makes me feel bad about my body mostly and I don't even know why I don't care for their shapes like at all I think it's a little too much a little too over exaggerated although maybe if I had money I would I I probably would do a little bit something but like I wouldn't go for Kim K I'd probably go for something 
I don't even know. We won't even get into that. <laughs> but I don't consume media that is like that. I'm not saying the Kardashians are bad people or whatever, but their social media approach is something I really just kind of don't like. I feel like Megan's a little more real, not just her body. <laughs> But, like, as a person, I feel like I can relate to her. She's, like, my age. Shit like that. Like, she stands up for what the fuck she believes in. She is, she's a fucking powerhouse, bro. She is amazing. And that's why I follow people like Megan Thee Stallion. Or, like, fuck. Snoop Dogg is a perfect example of another famous person that I follow on social media. And it's mostly because Snoop Dogg's not in there putting some bullshit. He's out there putting fucking memes. He's out there putting videos. Cardi B, she be doing the same thing. Shit like that. Like, I'll follow famous people that are like that, but not so much, like, toxic with their social media. But if they keep it real, yeah, more than likely, I'm going to follow them. But I don't suggest like following a whole bunch of famous people because you're never really going to see your friend's content or anything like that. I only follow the famous people if I really enjoy their content, not just because they're famous. And I tell people that all the time, like, don't just sit there and follow famous people. Like, make sure you're liking the posts that you actually want to see. Make sure that the people that you're following are posting content that you do care for. If they're not, and you just want to follow you and be weird or whatever... I mean, you can stay there, but, like, I don't suggest doing that. Social media, it it can force feed you a lot of shit. And ultimately, that's what was happening to me. I mean, it happens to me too much because I, I, I get a little invested. And when I say invested, I, I, I become addicted. Let's just, let's just be real. I get addicted to social media, so about maybe, like, once a year, I'll probably take like a month off or two two weeks to four weeks at least two weeks is the minimum I'll get off for a little bit just because I realized maybe like four years ago that social media does fuck with me and it fucks with my head so I have to remember to come back down to earth and realize Channa, you are nothing like that you're nothing like what you see on social media I mean yeah like I am me when what I post on my page but I also have a tendency to like get a little fake on there and I think it's just because we can create the narrative that we want so why the fuck not will we do it you know you know sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it but that's really why I created this podcast to even tell you guys how real I want to be with you. Like, not just, you're just not going to see my face, my ass, my tits on Instagram anymore. You're going to hear me now, motherfucker. You're going to hear what I have to say. And I'm here to fucking tell you social media is not that fucking great. It's a great tool for like reconnecting families, spreading information that's not fake news, <laughs> but we'll get into that. But social media is a great tool when it's used correctly and in moderation. We have to realize that social media was created for us, not social media. We're not created for social media. You know, social media was created for us, but social media was not. Wait, fuck. Oh, my God. How do I say this? And, and I'm trying to keep it more to where I don't edit shit out of this podcast anymore. So you're going to hear me fucking up a lot more. But that's the part of me just trying to be real with you guys. So let me take one second to think about what the fuck I was just saying. Social media was made for us. We are not made for social media. And when I say that, I mean it. Like, social media has only been around for what? 12 years? 
No, when was Facebook invented? Like 2005? I'm Facebook, MySpace, head ass. I'll just be saying shit. Let's, let's Google it. When was MySpace created? Oh, oh, 2003. Okay, so we're almost in here for about 10 years, right? Oh, shit, almost 20. Holy fuck, how old am I? 2003, Chenna, not 2013, you fucking... <laughs> okay, so uh, social media has been around for most of my life. Yeah, it definitely has... Um, and I was hardcore into MySpace. I remember use like using HTML codes, reading coding, like remembering codes for fucking colors and shit. Which I mean, it, it I used that to my advantage now. But like, I probably shouldn't have been on MySpace at the age I was, which I was probably on MySpace. Hmm, I had to be at least like ten. I would like to think I was on MySpace. Like, I mean, I wouldn't like to think a 10-year-old was on MySpace, but that's that's how I remember it. <laughs> I was at least 10. I think MySpace was popular, I want to say, in 2005 to 2008-ish. I don't remember, really. But me even bringing MySpace into this is just trying to give you context on how long I have been on social media. I was on MySpace when it started... I was on Facebook when it started. I was on Tumblr. I was one of those weird bitches that you probably went to school with that had a blog where she hated her fucking life. That was me. I used to bitch and moan on Tumblr all the time because I was a, I was a depressed ass teen. I, I fucking hated my life. I mean, as an adult, that's, I still sometimes kind of fucking hate my life. Well, let's just be more real. I hate my life a lot still, but that's mostly because I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> And so social media impacts me a different way than others, you know, so I really have to watch myself, I have to limit myself, and it doesn't help that I have been on social media most of my life, you know, I'm 25 now, and if I was right about being on MySpace when I was 10 years old, I've been on social media for 15 fucking years, and that is fucking crazy, especially when the generation before us, they, they, they weren't, like, they didn't have social media whenever they were in their preteens you know what I'm saying they still got to do different shit they still knocked on people's door and you couldn't call after eight y'all remember that shit they had fucking pagers they had fucking um what was it t9 text is that what it was called t9 I think so but like shit like that you know <laughs> they didn't have social media like we do social media makes everything easier but it also makes it a strain so a mental strain so we have to be careful with what we're consuming and what we're doing and I feel like I have enough experience with social media to tell you guys that really be careful with social media because it is not that fucking great I said it earlier I'm gonna keep fucking saying it because I, I low-key hate social media but it's part of my life and until we can find the right balance in real life versus social media a healthy way we will always struggle and there's not really like a handbook written on this shit or like a set of rules that you could follow you just gotta kind of figure it on your own so if you take anything from this podcast today this episode just remember 
you are in control of what you consume. You are in control. You can put yourself limits or whatever you need to do. Like my thing is when I start fucking like when social media starts fucking with my head a lot, I have to get off of it. I have to really think about what I'm doing. So and I and I know we had to fuck with you guys whenever Facebook was down for six hours. Not just Facebook. It was Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. I know that that fucked with you guys for those about six hours that it was down. And if you're fucking saying it didn't fuck with you, you that's because you don't have social media at all. But just with those six hours of Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp being down, I know you felt a little affected. I know you felt some type of way. Like me personally, I don't get on Facebook much, but the fact that I couldn't get on Instagram and network for my new podcast like I wanted to that Monday, that fucked with me. And not just because I wasn't getting my social media fix. It was because I needed to do something. That's how I was trying to connect with people. I was trying to network, just trying to do things in order for my page to grow. So everyone gets affected different ways and we should realize the impact that social media has on us. Social media has a fucking grip on us. Whether we like it or not, it has a good grip on us. And we have to figure out how tight we want that grip. You know what I'm saying? It just all comes down to remembering you have a fucking choice. You have a choice. Just don't fall victim to your own fucking choices, okay? And I suggest taking a social media break every now and then. Everyone fucking needs them. Like when I took my month off, I got to work on a new project, which is the podcast I keep talking about, Chana Annoying Me Unhinged. I got to work on that. I took some time to really reflect on what my first season was like. I took some time off. I really got to take off time from work, which really fucking helped, especially because I was trying to do a cleanse. Taking off time from work whenever you don't take time off is something we also need to do. We need to take time off of everything to really just like ground ourselves and realize who we are sometimes because sometimes, you know, living life, you forget, you forget, everyone fucking forgets every now and then you just got to take that step back to realize, hey, I am, I am me. In my case, I am fucking Chana. Okay. I am fucking Chana. And at times I forget that shit, bro. I forget how much of a badass I am. And it's all because there you see other people doing things and you're like, fuck, I could be doing a little more. And especially if they're like around your age, you know? And that's kind of one of the negative effects of social media. And not not just social media, but like life in general. You always compare yourself. Social media is just makes it easier to compare yourself. So like I suggest taking the break from everything from social media, from work, from hell, even relationships. Sometimes you have to realize, hey, I love you, but I really need some fucking space. I need to do what's best for me right now. And that's kind of what I did. I took space from everything, everyone, and everything I was doing. (laughs) And it really helped. I took the time off work. I got to work on the projects. And I fucking read a book, bitch. I never read books. When I was younger, I wouldn't read books like there. I don't if if anyone knows like how Texas works. I think this is just in Texas. I don't know. Don't quote me on that shit. But there was a system to where you would have to get AR points. And that may be a trigger for some people. (laughs) AR points. I fucking hated it because I like I never read books when I was younger. And 
what AR points is you would read a book and then you'd go look up the book in the system and then take a test on it and you would get points and like you would have to have so many points by the end of the year whatever I cheated on every single one of them or paid people to do it or whatever because I would not fucking read books and I think a lot a lot of it had to do with me not being able to focus on what the fuck was going on like I couldn't sit down and just read a book so the fact that it took me all these years to like be able to sit down and read a book I'm 25 now it took me so many years outside of school to sit down and read a fucking book and you'll never guess what book it was y'all ever heard of the subtle art of not giving a fuck and if you have and if you have read it congratulations I love it and I feel like I'm on your level now but if you haven't read this book it changed my fucking life it really helped me I wish I would have read it sooner but I probably wouldn't have because like I said I don't read books often so it kind of sparked that interest in me the official book is it's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck by what the fuck is his name Mark Manson I think let me google this where's his name (sighs) yeah mark mark manson yep there he is mark manson you are a genius you motherfucker he actually was born here in austin so i didn't know that until after i read the book and i wanted to look more into it but i guess i found that interesting but the whole book is so good. Like, it doesn't, but the book is literally not telling you, oh, don't give a fuck about anything. It's teaching you or putting into perspective ways that you should care, but like limit what you care about. And there was like a quote in there that really stuck out to me. And I believe it was in like chapter six. And uh, it was under Manson's Law of Avoidance. And the quote goes, the more something threatens your identity, the more you will avoid it. And ever since I read that in his book, I have always questioned myself when I don't want to do something. Am I doing this because I am avoiding it? Because it's going to make me question my identity. Like, what is it? So I don't try to avoid things out of fear now. If I avoid things, it's because... I don't need that, not because I'm scared of it or it's going to make me question myself or anything like that. So it it ultimately made me challenge myself and realize things that I I didn't even realize that I was doing. So if you haven't read the book, I highly suggest you do just fucking buy that bitch and read it. Like I said, I don't even read books and that book was so good. And now After that, I went and like bought a few more books that I'm going to read. I just have to make the time for them because I I like to read them now. And that's weird. (laughs) That's weird to me, even though I think everyone should be reading books just because it, it does help. But 
if you grew up not reading books, you may not ever pick up a book in your life. You know what I mean? And I, that's a big flex for me, man. That's a big old flex for me. I don't fucking read and I read a book and it took me getting off of social media. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we don't even realize the things that are distracting us from what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. So reading that book helped me. It really kind of gave me some tips on how to be the person I want to be. And I don't want to give a fuck about all these things, which I, I really don't give a fuck about a lot of things. But now I know what to give a fuck about, you know. So I read that book. It changed my fucking life. Not only did I read while I was on this social media cleanse or life cleanse for 30 days, whatever you want to fucking call it. I call it a social media cleanse. But... I documented everything. I opened up a doc and I journaled just about every day and it it helped. It helped me a lot. Like it helped me realize the people that I was fucking with in my life that I probably shouldn't have been. Like I got to get a lot of things off my chest that I didn't even know were really bugging me. And then you know, in the middle of me journaling and cutting off this toxic shit, I fucking cut off my fuck buddy, bro. It was so weird. Like, I got off of social media, read a fucking self-help book, took time off of work, documented shit, and then bam, all of a sudden I realized that I probably shouldn't be fucking with the guy that I'm fucking with. Mostly, not because, like, he's a bad guy or whatever, but... Mostly because he was not doing anything for me, but, like, digging me down good. I mean, that was, I won't knock him off of that. Like, he did what he was there for, but that was just something that I was using, like, a coping mechanism or a distraction. Like, I was almost kind of relying on it. Like, I would want to see him at least once a week. And <laughs> I didn't even realize a lot of things that were bugging me about him until I started to write that shit down, you know? So if you're listening to this, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't explain myself to you at all, which I I don't really feel like I had to, but you, it wasn't nothing personal. It was just because of me. And sometimes we don't need it to be a personal issue to cut someone off. Hell, and I don't even really regret cutting him off. I mean, I'll think of him from like time to time just because I was fucking around with this man for like over a year and I would see him at least at least once a week, every fucking week, you know, but I don't regret it just because all we did was fuck and that was it. Like that was cool for a while because that's that's what I wanted. But now it's like that's. Not exactly what I need. So taking the break from social media helped me realize that. But what also helped me realize a lot of things was during my social media break, I tried shrooms for the first time. And if you haven't tried shrooms and you're interested in learning more, I hear that everyone's first trip is different. I am in no way a expert on this type of shit. I just tried them and know that they made me extremely happy. Everything I was happy about, which is really weird because 
I've been depressed for as long as I can remember. I've always just been kind of like a sadder individual, even if I may not show you guys that. I definitely am. But I just remember having like an overwhelming sensation of like just being fucking happy, bro. Just like everything looks so bright. Everything was colorful. I felt happy. I literally felt like so happy I wanted to cry. Like I was just like, bruh, this is so fucking cool. Everything feels so good. I just want to touch everything. And <laughs> it just, it honestly made me feel so good. Like I had went back and reread my journals for the 30 days that I was off of social media. And I described the feeling as sensational, which is exactly how I remember it. I remember just feeling everything, like being so happy. I just enjoyed it. And me and two friends, we went to Wonder Spaces and it was a good time. I liked it. I don't know if you've ever, if you guys have ever heard of Wonder Spaces in Austin. It's basically like an interactive art museum. It was pretty cool. I think my favorite part was the VR part because you get like down on these swivel chairs and then you have the VR set on and I was tripping on mushrooms and I'm in this VR like holy fuck but by the end of the VR I was I was it was I was sweating bro <laughs> I started sweating my body's already fighting the mushrooms by then but it was like a good trip um I really enjoyed it it made me realize a lot of things I would like to say that it definitely impacted my spiritual journey and where I stand with things because even after that I was like bro I've never been this happy like I want to stay this happy like I never thought I would actually experience that full-on happiness and it sounds corny as hell but like I legit have never felt that sensation like I did when I was on mushrooms so I had to try it again <laughs> I tried it again like the week after I tried it the first time and honestly it was just even better and all the, all that I did that time was I stayed home got some stupid little toys from the dollar store and that shit was funny I actually uh did this trip with uh my best friend Noemi which you guys know Noemi she's been on the show a few times and we now have our other show Chana Noemi and Hinched but I'll give you a little taste of how our trip went because we'll get to talk about it. We went to the dollar store, got a bunch of stupid toys, came home and tripped. It was great. We, My favorite part about our trip was uh, Kinetic Sand. Kinetic Sand had me fucked up. I was mesmerized by that shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, just watching it and just putting my hands in it and just playing with it I was I was I was enjoying it like a child I felt like a kid who finally got to just do and play with toys and like it was it was just fucking amazing which I won't tell you everything here cuz me and Noemi are going to talk about it on our show and it's going to be so much better to hear both of our points of view so just stay tuned for that one you'll hear about the actual details within my shroom trips but overall taking that break and getting to know myself a little more, pushing it to the next level with mushrooms. It was possibly one of the best things I have done. It changed my perspective on a few things. I enjoyed it a lot. 
I had fun. And overall, like I said, I just, I got happy. Which after the trip, I literally felt like renewed. I felt like I was reborn after both trips. Like I had done the first one and I was like, wow, I woke up the next day. I was like, wow, I heard about come downs, but I didn't have a bad come down or anything. I, I just kind of proceeded with life. If anything, it made me feel like the next day was more realistic and like I could deal with the next day and the next day and the next day or like I I don't really know how to fucking explain it it just it made me happy so ever since I like that's really all I can say about it it made me so happy ever since that I had heard before that people microdose shrooms which now I'm probably gonna look into if I can really do it realistically because it I don't know it almost felt like that's what I needed I have no idea but of course we like to do drugs in moderation here we try not to abuse them although we have done in the past aka me I have abused drugs in the past (laughs) but now we are on better things and more natural things and trying shrooms it changed my fucking life reading that book changed my fucking life you know so I was doing all these good things because I wasn't distracted by what the fuck was going on in social media and not only that but like I took time off the podcast of course I haven't been on this in like what two months now I believe so taking that break off of social media I did all those things and I'm so excited I finally got to share that with you guys I'm so lucky I got my shit together in order to bring Channeling China Season 2 back to you guys. Thank you guys for the ones who reached out to me during the social media break to ask me what was going on and if I was okay. I was fine. (laughs) But I just needed some time for myself. And if you don't take anything away from this, take that away. Take time for yourself. Enjoy your real life, not your online life. And do things that you want to fucking do, dude. It's that simple. Just make your dreams your reality, as corny as it fucking sounds. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening in on this Titty Tuesday. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so happy that I'm in the right mental space this season. And not every episode's going to be all fucking serious. I kind of feel like this is a little serious, but this was more like me just telling you guys what happened. I am going to bring the chaos back. And we're going to talk about some crazy shit. I'm excited. And I really hope you guys are too. I hope you guys are just excited to bring back Titty Tuesdays. Although I will not do it every Tuesday just because I did take on another responsibility of another show. So if you're missing me every other week, you're going to catch me on here every other week starting this week on Titty Tuesdays. And then next week... You can catch me on Channel Annoy Me Unhinged for a thick Thursday, okay? Because thick bitches do it best. Make sure you follow, like, download, subscribe, everything. Every little thing you can. (laughs) Which is very contradicting after I just talked about how, you know, social media is bad. But if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously fucking like me. So (laughs) go ahead and make it Instagram, Twitter, Facebook official. Just hit that follow hit that download, hit that subscribe. 
just let's let's network let's be friends tell me your biggest host story and then maybe i get to tell everyone else of course if you want to keep it anonymous or you want to come on as a guest let me know we're ready to create this fucking chaos and get this show on the road thank you guys for listening so much see you not next tuesday but the next titty tuesday <laughs>